At 13 minutes past eight, the government's racing ahead with the third missile defence deployment before the May 9th presidential election, as we've been hearing. Officials from both Seoul and the American side suggest it will soon be operational and able to deal with North Korean threats. Let's bring in Professor Sean O'Malley, International Studies at Dongseo University. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Alex. Great to have you on the line. So uh, we're hearing from both sides that uh, we are pushing ahead, as I said, but this is before the uh, environmental impact assessment has actually been completed. Uh, what, what do you think about this idea of skipping what would be seen as due diligence? Well, I was pretty skeptical when they said initially that they were going to do an environmental impact assessment. Uh, this is a pretty serious national security concern to the United States and South Korea, and to hold off for an environmental impact assessment that, uh, in general terms, takes months to years to complete effectively, um, negates perhaps your uh, national security interests. So I was a bit skeptical. On top of that, uh, I worked in the golf industry for a number of years, and I can tell you that you're putting a fad battery on top of a golf course, and a golf course has already done uh, extensive environmental damage. Uh, and if they did an impact assessment for that, then this THAAD battery uh, on one small part of the golf course is probably going to have uh, a minimal effect uh, as far as local environmental concerns of water treatment and uh, air quality and migration of animals and, and things of that nature. Right, uh, and that's a very important point to make, but when some of us hear about this environmental impact assessment, we also think of fears of electromagnetic radiation and, and so on associated with the third battery. Does that not come into the equation? I, I think it does locally. I think there's a, a, a fear that the, the radar system that they're using will have these types of negative effects. Uh, the U.S. military took journalists out to Guam to from South Korea to show them uh, that these effects are minimal. Uh, the human body, anybody who has studied civil nuclear power, knows that the human body can, can take an amount of radiation. And there's radiation in the air now that, that, that hits all of us every day uh, that does not affect us. So I think in some sense it's, it's overblown. Uh, the fad the battery is not in the middle of a, of a downtown area where civilians are surrounding it. It is off into the country on a golf course. So I don't have the same concerns of its environmental impact uh, as some as some do. Um, I, I think what it is, is from a residential point of view, it's like not having the choice. Uh, whether, you know, even if the risk is absolutely minimal, having that risk imposed on you, uh, even just the risk of being targeted by North Korea uh, and, sure. uh, and so on. But, but Moon Jae-in and and Shim Sang-jong seem to be very much on board with these uh, sentiments. Two candidates who've either opposed that completely or who've been pushing to at least defer the decision until the next administration. Um, so is there any way, do you think, to reverse this move uh, if one of them were successful? Sure. Uh, yeah, they could come into office and, and they could go ahead and reverse the decision. Uh, there's nothing that says the next administration has to follow through uh, on the agreement that the current administration has set up. Uh, I think it's unlikely that they will back out of the agreement, and of course that's what the current administration wants. The current administration is trying to present a fait accompli to the next administration. And I think 
you know, in, in some sense, Moon, Moon Jae-in has said that the next administration should be able to look at this, to look at the benefits and the detractions of deployment. This has been a major national security issue here on the peninsula uh, going on a year now. So if he hasn't had time to look at the benefits and the detractions yet, I'm not quite sure what another week or two in office is going to do. Uh, I think that, you know, this, this has been a, uh, an issue that's ongoing. I think the sides know what they want. In, in my view, I think that the conservatives might be giving a somewhat of a gift to the liberal side in, in one sense, if, if you look at this from sort of an, an outside perspective. Mm. The, if you deploy Thad and you keep Thad uh, under the next administration, let's say a liberal-leaning uh, candidate wins, then, one, if you keep the system, you keep the Americans happy and your alliance secure, and you ease the tensions and suspicions that they have of a difficult upcoming working relationship with a new government. Uh, on top of that, you please conservatives in the country who are worried of your national security bona fides. And third, what you do is you have an economic impetus forced upon the country to stop relying so heavily on the Chinese market uh, for exports and other business. And this is the reason you sign free trade agreements as well, is to force changes within your domestic economy. And so the Korean economy is heavy, heavily reliant on China. I think if you look at it from that perspective, there are some benefits to placing SAD here. Now, overall, the effectiveness of the system, I'm not sure it's as effective as it's being sold, but that's a different political and military question to be Exactly. So I, I wonder from the North Korean perspective how bothered Pyongyang really is. We know China's upset by the third deployment, possibly on political grounds and security grounds as much as uh, as the North Korea situation. But, but, but would Pyongyang really be bothered by this? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one element in many elements of defense here in the South. Uh, North Korea, as we know, uh, has... Uh, submarine launch ballistic missile capability. It's certainly nowhere near perfect, and there's nothing to say it will work in a combat situation, uh, but they've shown they can at least launch from a, from a submarine. Uh, the THAAD battery does nothing to protect the Seoul metropolitan area, uh, which will be heavily shelled by uh, artillery from the north. So I don't think this really disrupts many of the calculations from North Korea, and, and if they can get behind the THAAD battery. You know, the, the THAAD battery only protects a certain degree percentage of airspace. So if you can get outside of that, uh, then you can hit the battery itself. So I don't think this is of major concern to them at this point. It simply is disruptive to domestic politics here in the South, which, of course, is useful to Pyongyang in its own means of propaganda. Yeah, well, North Korea has done nothing really to... Um hold back uh, until after the election uh, in terms of its own rhetoric uh, if it was seeking to defer the third deployment. It's, it's fueled concerns among conservatives, if anything, in the last few months. As far as the US is concerned, just to briefly finish on that note, uh, do you actually see Donald Trump pressing any more serious buttons than what we've seen already with some of the posturing? I don't think so. Um, I, I think we were worried. I was. I was worried myself uh, that 
President Trump would have sort of a cavalier attitude towards taking casualties in Seoul if he decided to launch a preemptive strike. I think his meeting uh, with the full Senate and with the Secretary of Defense and Secretary of State and others the other day where they, they basically came out and said a preemptive strike uh, is for the time being at least is not likely and that we know there are no good military options concerning North Korea. Uh, that was very pleasing to the ears, and it tells me that uh, the message is getting through to the Trump administration that this is a very complex, very serious issue yep. that is unlike the Syrian situation, where you can simply launch a few cruise missiles and then go back home. Professor O'Malley, thank you very much for joining us today. Certainly, Alex. Thank you. Pleasure. Sean O'Malley from Dongso University.